Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, welcome one and all to another incredible episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. This week it is episode number 336. Uh, I don't even want to fathom how many hours that is, how much time we have spent doing this, how much time Mike and I have filled your ear holes with our gibberish and banter on films and life and everything else horrible that goes along in our lives. Mike, hi, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, dude. Uh, yeah, you know, wonderful uh, as, as, as it can be. Uh, obviously, because you are completely nude, and this is a video chat through one of the video services, and thank God the microphone covers, uh, we'll call Big Mike. Yeah, yeah, the, the bits. Yeah, yeah, the, the microphone is luckily big enough to cover the bits. The, yeah, the, it's, it's like Austin Powers, man. Uh, pretty much, yeah, it is, except for the microphone is up and not down, so it's even worse than Austin Powers. That's true, that's true. So, Mike, this week it was your pick. Uh, I explained this on the radio. Since I have to do like new movies and we don't get to really change stuff up, um, I allow you to pick most of the films just because I feel that's the only way to be fair. Uh, sometimes I put my input, sometimes I don't. But, Mike, this week it was 100% your decision. Um, I've already been lambasted for seeing this without someone, but whatever. I don't care. Mike, this week we're chatting about the film The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Why don't you go ahead and break this Dracula-esque film down? All right, Matt. Like you said, uh, it's The Last Voyage of Demeter, and this is directed by Andrew Overdahl. It is written by Braggy Shutt, uh, Zach uh, Olakwicki, and inspired by the captain's log of uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. This movie is uh, starring Corey Hawkins, uh, Asling Francisca, uh, Leon Cunningham, and David uh, Desmalchen. And this movie is about a crew sailing from Carpathia to England find that they are carrying a various, very dangerous cargo. I, uh, I really like this movie, man. Wow, he rolled right into it. I was getting ready to say something, but I'm like, Mike, this is your kind of thing. So why don't you roll with it, sir? Yeah, dude, I, I liked it. Uh, I know it was kind of marketed as a Dracula movie, but it's not really uh, as Dracula-esque. Um, it's more of a, just a kind of a crew and, and some stuff starts happening, and I kind of like that aspect of it. Like, it's uh, just trying to figure out stuff, and um, it's a period piece, and I thought they did a really good job with that. Um, it felt authentic, and the ship, the the set was small, but big enough. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like they did a pretty good job with what they were working with. Okay, Mike, so you ready for my opinion on this one? I, you sound very excited, so I'm I'm ready, dude. Just just throw it out there, just like you are doing with Little Mike. <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah, your mic is covering Little Mike. It's terrible. It's so bad. Anyways, uh, Mike, I I didn't hate this movie. I didn't love it either. I thought it was just okay. Um, for me, I was expecting a little bit more of the Dracula esque ness of it because that's how they sold it. 
I would say it's more of a monster movie. It's almost like aliens, but on a ship. And so, you know, each passenger is slow, not passenger, because they're not passengers. I mean, they are, but they're- They're crew. Crew. Each crew member is picked off kind of one by one, very much alien-esque. Dracula doesn't really even say any words. He is uh, very much animalistic uh, in look and attitude and movement. Um, So to me, it's more of a monster movie. And I was kind of more experiencing someone that was- Expecting, not experiencing, expecting something more kind of cold and calculated and thought provoking, not really like a monster. And so for what it was, I thought it was decent. Um, The production is incredible. The production is so good. The acting is very good. The sets, the costumes, um, it really felt like a legit ship from back then. It was phenomenal. The scenery all of that was very good. The only thing that I thought was lacking was, you know, the story. Uh, and it wasn't bad. I just expected more. Um, another thing, I thought it was a little long. I think they could have tried to keep this closer to 90 minutes because, honestly, dude, the story's been told. There was things they could have just cut out. Um, I thought it was interesting. I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but a person makes an appearance on the ship later. I guess is a nice way to put it and where they came from and what they are. I think that really added to it, but we could talk about that in the, in the spoilers. Um, I liked that our main character, Corey Hawkins was not only a crew member, but he was also a doctor. Um, thought that was kind of cool. So yeah, could have been better. Could have been worse. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree with you. It was a little bit long in the runtime. Um, I'm not sure why all the movies are getting longer. Uh, I felt like it could have been still well done uh, in 90 minutes. But, uh, yeah, the production of this movie was really good. Like, it, you know, it looked pretty pretty darn good. There's a little bit of CG that was kind of noticeable, but I, I didn't think it was too bad, and it wasn't really use that much so that was okay i mean a little cg that was noticeable i'm sure there was cg oh yeah of course i i don't think there's a film made today that doesn't have something in it for sure even if it's just you know cleaning things up or taking stuff out but overall i mean i i thought the film was decent it's solid you know i i don't think it's really a dracula movie it's a vampire movie it's a monster movie um I like that it's inspired by Bram Stoker. Stoker. See, I fucking did it again. I can't you say did. Stoker. Yeah. I can't, can't say, say Stoker. Stoker. Bram Stoker's Dracula. I love that it's inspired by that. And it's inspired by one of the chapters of the book. Um, that's awesome. We haven't seen this story of it. We haven't seen Dracula told this way before. So that was cool. That was fun. That was unique. Um, but overall, it, it was okay. Uh, you know, one thing that really, really detracts from it for me is the ending. Thought the ending was atrocious. It was kind of a weird ending. Yeah, that was just shit. Yeah, but we can talk all ending. about that in the spoiler section, Mike. That's that's right, dude. So I better get to it then, Matt. You know, th- I think this one might be kind of a quick one. Uh, what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, or afternoon? <laughs> Well, Mike, thank you for asking. Uh, I, I 
you know, trying to watch my uh, waistline so it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So I'm only drinking a 2.6 carb Michelob Ultra, 95 calories. Wow, 2.6 carb. Okay, all right. What about gotcha. your IPA? Uh, so uh, I just had the um, the pale ale uh, this time from uh, uh, oh man I can't even think of the name the same place that I've been drinking all my stuff it's their pale ale Aldi um, no not not Aldi uh, Sweetwater yeah Sweetwater hell yeah thanks dude <laughs> I, I'm not even there <laughs> I just know you've had it for like two months going now Sweetwater. Yep, sweet water. Okay, Mike, um, so let's see if you were able to keep to form. I know you had the book out earlier. I saw it. He's going back to the book. Per my suggestion now, is this going to be a pirate dad joke? Because that would be uh, fucking no, amazing. No, no that, that'd be pretty good. But no, no, this is a this is just going to be a silly one, dude. Okay. Uh, why did the hold cookie on, hold go? Hold on, I got to ask it because you got to uh, have the intro and all that stuff. Uh, oh, okay. So, Mike, what is this week's? Not pirate related dad joke. I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh though. Dad jokes. Alright, why did the cookie go to the doctor? Because he was feeling crummy? Yeah, dude. Ah, yes! I like it you when got, I get him. You got it, dude. <laughs> See, that's why oh. you don't want to do the book, is because I can guess them. <laughs> I. I, you know, you're you're actually pretty good at dad jokes, dude. Yeah, I'm not even a dad. Who knew? Oh, wait, hold on. What does that mean, Mike? If I'm good at dad jokes, but I know I'm not a dad. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. It probably means you, you better go find the one. I know. I better start getting some paternity tests or making some phone calls, right? Yes. So, hey, Lolita, you remember that time like 17 years ago? What? was there was uh oh yeah yeah he's he's half white and he's like six feet tall (laughs) okay i'm gonna stop this is getting bad mike most important question of the podcast how does the last voyage of the demeter relate to the marvel cinematic universe All right, Matt. So this one was not too challenging. Uh, our main star, Corey Hawkins, was also in um, Iron Man 3 uh, as uh, Navy Op. I guess that was his character. Wow. No wonder I didn't recognize him. <laughs> he was Navy Op. Woo. No, actually, I know I've seen Corey Hawkins hawkins in uh other films he's a he's a really good actor i at least i think he is yeah no he's been in lots of stuff um it was just uh that that was the mcu tie-in yeah it was well i mean iron man 3 do, do we really count that i mean yeah, that movie dude, was pretty rough it. dude no it was but we we count it all right like oh that one had such good marketing too with the um uh oh what's what's the character Oh, um, yes. Um, I'm, I'm the villain. I'm mess- yeah. The, uh, um, 
I almost said the Mandalorian, but no, the Manchurian. The Manchurian. It seemed like it was going to be awesome, and then it was, like, totally weird. Uh, Yeah, because he's, like, a, and that pissed off a lot of big-time comic book fans off, so I was jumping ahead. That's why I fucked up my talking. I can't talk, like usual. Um, This is what happens when you talk all day and then talk all night. Anyways, um, pissed off a lot of comic book fans because the Manchurian is a huge character in the uh, Marvel world, and he is very vicious and sadistic and cool and all this other stuff and then played by ben kingsley of all people oh my god amazing right yeah and it turns out no it's bullshit yeah they just kind of phoned that one in dude i don't know why they threw away that character well and then you know in uh shang chi and the legend of the ten rings they bring the real one back and again they had ben kingsley in that one too which i thought was hilarious yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's an awesome actor. It was like, why did you do that? I know, right? Well, maybe he did it just for the gag to, you know, mess with the entire world about how awesome that movie was going to be. Although I didn't hate Iron Man 3 as much as everybody else does. Um, the biggest thing I loved about Iron Man 3 was the end with all the different suits. That shit was awesome. Yeah, no, it was awesome. This is really awesome. But anyways, we're not here to talk about Iron Man 3. That was several years ago now. Uh, Mike, we're here to talk about The Last Voyage of the Demeter, specifically the spoiler section, Ready, Set, Spoil. All right, Matt. Um, So I think I'll ask you the extra character that kind of arrives on the ship midway. Well, I don't know if it's midway, but like uh, during the movie, uh, I think it, it did help the story and, and help add to the mysteriousness of the character and like, or like what was happening. And, um, of course it made him more a monster. Yeah. It, I'd say it's probably about a third of the way through the film. She makes an appearance. She on a ship, which back in 1897 or whenever this is supposed to take place. Um, you know, women were not on ships for a damn yeah. good reason. Yeah. yeah. They're bad luck. Sure, bad luck is what it was, Mike. It's not the fact that all the men all, yeah. Anyways, we'll just stop. Um, yeah, yeah. we'll go with bad luck. So, well, that's what they said. Woman on the ship's bad luck. Yeah, yeah. We'll just go with that. But um, I thought she was like to harken back to our good old horror tropes, especially cabins in the woods style. She was like the harbinger. She's like, he's coming, and he's a monster, and he's gonna kill you, and you know, she yeah, was like the no, harbinger. She was. She was a harbinger. Yeah. And she knew exactly everything about him and what it was. And uh, what I think was really fascinating about her, other than being the harbinger, was the fact that she was basically on the ship because she was his food. And so, you know, she was basically like his to-go box. He's like, if I get a little thirsty, I'm just going to have a little suckle. And then she, you know, the crate cracked open and she fell out and our main character basically nursed her back to life. Yeah, um, I don't know if we want to spoil too much, Matt, but the um, kind of the ending of her character was uh, also interesting. Yes. I'm trying uh, to remember what what the ending of her character. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, (laughs) yes. Okay. (laughs) I know what you mean now. Um, Because that happened three different times. And, you know, 
I liked that was one aspect of the film I really liked that was really kind of neat was they had um not to spoil it, but they turned a couple people into vampires and they were like vampires, but they weren't. They were more like zombie vampire kind of in a way. And they couldn't understand why they kept bursting into flames and like lighting the ship on fire. <laughs> that was pretty wild. I mean, that was, those were some fucking horrifying deaths. Like that was probably some of the best, like, like fire, like exposed to sunlight, like vampire deaths, like I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, most of the time I feel like they're just all focused on making some like ashes and like a quick fire. Not this movie. No. It was brutal, man. They're sitting there screaming as their skin's melting, like off their skin. Oh, Jesus! It was brutal. That was that was a horror film death that was wonderful for this. I mean, because you know that's what horror movies are—is over the top, and those deaths were fantastic. Yeah, dude. Uh, th- I think they did a good job. There's. There was uh, some gore and stuff, but I feel like the buildup was pretty good. Of like just kind of stuff's happening and people are are you know either disappearing or or they're finding them all messed up like i i I like that aspect of this movie it had kind of a pretty awesome build-up well it starts out with one of the most important things at sea their food that's huge and they're like what the fuck is going on what literally not only killed but drank the blood of all of our food the pigs the chickens the you know yeah their livestock everything everything they were gonna have meat wise to survive for the next what month and a half two months is gone in like the blink of an eye because you know dracula was thirsty he needed a drink yeah man easy easy pickings dude you go for the easy stuff first yeah I felt kind of sad about the dog. I was like, well, they should be luck- They should be very happy that John Wick is in, in this motherfucker. Because the first thing that died in the whole movie was the dog. I'm like, great. We're going to have John Wick at sea now? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing that John Wick wasn't on the ship. Oh, speaking about that shit, have you watched the trailer for the Continental yet? No, 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 I haven't. Is it, is it good? It's coming, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be on the old cock. So, oh, it's on Peacock. Yeah, so you're gonna have to keep your subscription going, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I started Twisted Metal, dude. This is awesome. Is it, it, dude? I finished it. I started and finished it. By the way, I, I I can't believe that they actually made something that's pretty fun. Like it's just fun. They did a good job. Yeah, it's a total fucking B show, but it's fun and it's gory and it's hilarious. Have you s- seen Sweet Tooth yet? Uh, yes. Yeah, dude. How awesome is Samoa Joe and Will Arnett as Sweet Tooth combined? Dude, it's great. Mad, mad props to Samoa Joe because his mannerisms and the way he moves his hands, the way he turns his head and stuff. I mean, it looks like he's saying the words. It does not look like it's another person doing his voice. No, dude, it was it was awesome. It, it it's it's very cool. Well, good, Mike. I'm glad you're liking it. So, okay, back to Demeter. What else would you like to add about it? Um, oh, we haven't oh, talked the, about the, the ending. The the kid stuff, man. Okay. Uh, you know, okay. now being a father or whatever, man, the little kid thing was like, that was, that was rough. Yeah, it was pretty rough, especially watching him die twice. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and like he kind of like they had a little build up in in the first act. Uh, I would say that was like the crew getting to know him, and he's like working his way. Like he's not just he's just not there because he's like the uh, captain's um, grandson, like nephew, grandson, grandson. Yeah, it's his daughter's kid. Yeah, yeah, his grandson, he's he's actually got to pull his own weight and stuff. And, like, that was cool, man. He was doing a good job. Yeah, he was trying to make him part of the crew and get him, because it seemed like he was probably trying to get him to be a sailor. But then, you know, the captain reveals that, you know, this is the last voyage I'm going to do. I'm going to basically retire after this. I'm going to name you the captain of it from here on out. Basically because he wanted to spend more time with his daughter and his grandson. Yeah, yep. So, but he still was like, here, this is what I do. Here, learn what I do, you know? So I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was cool, but uh, later on, not cool. But, um, yeah, I didn't quite know this wasn't going to be as much a vampire movie or a Dracula movie at all. Like, it was more just like you said, man. It's definitely a monster movie. And I, I think it was done pretty well. I think it was just a little bit long. But other than that, dude, I, I had a good time. You know, I had some popcorn. It was good. No, dude, it was good. I, I know you would love it because it's a horror movie. It's right up your alley. Uh, my mom loved it. Uh, hopefully, we will get uh, Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies episode number, I think, 26 after this. Uh, there was no Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies last week. Uh, family stuff came up, so we didn't record a podcast. Hopefully, we'll get one this week. Maybe I'll make her talk about... Uh, our previous film, two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a Mutant Mayhem. We'll just do two and one, maybe. Uh, but anyways, my mom really liked this movie. I think she gave it a higher score than I did. Wow, dude. Yeah, and she hates horror movies. Okay, all right. Well, okay, on the radio, she said she likes horror movies, but I know in reality, she's not a huge fan. She doesn't hate them, but they're not like her favorite thing. She is really big into comedies is what my mom likes. Okay, which we haven't had very many comedies, man. Well, Honestly. Mike, speaking of next week's film, why don't you tell people what we're talking about for next week? Oh, oh, all right. Well, we got a comedy coming up. Um, it is. Uh, it looks interesting. Um, I don't know how to put it, Matt. Like, uh, it's just a dog, like raunchy movie do you, like, do you want me to tell you yeah yeah like um an abandoned dog teams up with other strays to get revenge on his former owner yeah yeah it's um but will ferrell uh dennis quaid uh who else is in it a ton of people are in it um sofia vergara uh jamie fox uh will forte randall park Josh Gad, Rob Riggle. I mean, just all these comedy freaking powerhouses are voicing these semi-animated dogs. I mean, they're real-life dogs that just animated their mouths. And it's raunchy. It's funny. It's it's right up our alley. It's going to be hilarious, at least in the trailers, it looks like. I've watched both Red Band trailers. I saw one of the Red Band trailers, believe it or not, in the theater. The only thing that I'm a little worried about, but I really, really, really hope they don't do this, is that they spoiled and ruined the movie by having all the funniest parts of it in the trailers. I hope they didn't do that. 
Yeah, I I hate when they do that, dude. Um, that tends to happen. What was the last comedy we watched where they did that? Um, we just watched one. Um, Joyride, but Joyride had some pretty good shit in it that they didn't have in the trailers. Oh yeah, no, Joyride was pretty good. Uh, it didn't. There was another one we watched. What was the one that we watched before the? Oh, um, the one about my father. Yes. Yeah, that one. Like all the best parts of the movie were in the trailer, literally. Yeah, pretty much everything. So it, you know, this is this is a. Uh, you know, this is going to be fun. Strays. Yeah. And I so. gave Mike the choice. He, he could have done Blue Beetle or he could have done Strays. I'm interested to see how Blue Beetle does because right now they're predicting that it's going to be a flop. I think we oh, will really? probably, yeah, I think we'll probably still maybe go see it. I don't know if we're going to see it and review it. I say why not? It's the last DC film before James Gunn's universe takes over. So... I kind of want to see it, but I don't know what's coming out after Strays. So we'll have that discussion, you know, later in the week. But, dude, I'm looking forward to this movie. I think it's going to be awesome. And, you know, anytime I watch a dog movie or dog anything, it reminds me of my sweet puppy. So you have a new sweet puppy. We've had him for a while now. but Yeah, he's he's more of a grouchy old man now. But, you know, uh, yeah. No, he he's okay. Good old Dutch, right? Yeah, yeah, See, Dutch. I still even remember. Yeah, I miss my boba, but you know, I just I'm just not not prepared to have another animal yet. So, anyways, next week strays, Mike. This week, the last voyage of the Demeter. How many reels? Uh, I'm gonna give it two and a half reels out of five. What, dude? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever to me. Two and a half reels out of five, and you loved it. Yeah, dude, I had a good time. Wow, dude, you my Mags just must hate you. She's like, so Mike, how was dinner today? Ah, I give it two out of five. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, we 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 haven't implemented the real uh, system for uh, dinner. I will. I'll have that discussion with her. Don't worry. Be like, Mags, uh, Mike is going to start rating your dinners. And your lunches, uh, based on reels, so don't get offended. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll 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 see, dude. We'll how, see how is it, it that I thought this movie was just mediocre, and I gave it a full fucking reel more than you? You gave it three and a half. I gave it three and a half. Oh wow, dude! Wow, three and a half is a C plus. Uh, it's above I don't average, know, dude. Maybe I. Maybe it was a little too harsh. Maybe it was a little too harsh. Oh, I, but you know, it's hey, hey, hey. You know, it's your opinion, and opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. We all know that. Oh, don't don't show it to me, my God. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, so next week, strays. Uh, stay tuned. Hopefully, Ma Hinshaw loses her cookies. Will be up next. If not, uh, we'll just keep uh, rolling. Hopefully she's in the mood. We'll see. But uh, Strays, I'm stoked. I think it'll be fun. Do your thing, Mike. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And make sure to follow us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and threads. And uh, we'll uh, catch you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening. And uh, see you next time. And, and we're going to do Strays this next one. So.
Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Hi, everyone. This is Ma Hincho Loses Her Cookies, number 25. And my son, Matt. Hi, Matt. Oh, there you go, Ma. You got it figured out. Take number 712. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome back with a brand new spanking episode of Ma Hincho Loses Her Cookies. Uh, she took last week off, right, Ma? Why did you take last week off? Because I was in Phoenix. You were with in the Phoenix celebrating your grandchild's birthday and your husband's birthday, right? Correct. Did Absolutely. you have a good time eating beef sandwiches? Yes, I like my beef sandwich. It was pretty good. <laughs> but so, I okay. Get... So now that you're a sol- solid week behind, we're going to go ahead and mm-hmm. pick up the slack. Ma, why don't you tell us what you thought about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem? Ready, set, go. I really loved it. I thought it was fun. Uh, the dialogue was a blast. The uh, turtles were just funny and fun. And uh, I loved the, uh, oh gosh, Master Splinter. And he just carried through the whole movie. He loved the turtles when they were little and when they were big. And he saved the day a lot of times. And I also enjoyed the the artwork was just beautiful. And the illustration of uh, the evil uh, superfly, man, that was just fantastic. And worth going to see just for that. But, of course, the dialogue was very funny, too. But uh, his Superfly was just awesome. And uh, I thought the whole movie was just great. And that everybody should go see it. How about you, Matt? Well, everybody knows my opinion of this movie. I already talked about it last week. So, you know, I enjoyed it quite a bit. You know that. I enjoyed it a whole lot. I thought it was a very good movie. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, in Even though you're an old lady that uh, doesn't really know a whole lot about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nope. Which one is your favorite? Oh, great. I'm really not sure which one was my favorite. Because they were all, you know, they were all different, all, well, yeah, I didn't have a favorite. No, I know which ones are your favorite. You did. You don't have a favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, really? Not really. Mm-mm. No, no that's I thought just they sad. were all just great, you know. No. And Anita, she was fun. That was fun. Uh, being a journalist, the puke that I thought that was a hoot and a half. Anita, you um, mean April? 
Oh, it's her name, April. Uh-oh, wrong name, April. Yeah. She was very good. And I love Dice T as the voice of the evil, evil, evil superfly. So, because this is why you don't do drugs, because you forget things. Right. Don't ever go near this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you grow up in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you watch a lot of old TMNT television programs. <laughs> it becomes you, a blur. A lot of te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle television programs? What Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle television programs are you watching? I don't know. There were some, I think. Or was it there just was movies? A, there was a cartoon when I was a kid, but you're telling me you watch that now. Oh, no. Back then. Not now. In the 60s? They didn't exist in the 60s, Ma. Well, whenever. <laughs> 80s? Okay. Once again, folks, I apologize <laughs> for my mother. She loves drugs. Even in her old I age. I love the turtles. They're so cute. But you yeah. love them so much you don't have a favorite? No, I don't have a favorite. I love them all the same. Just yeah. like your kids. So you I now equate me to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, I don't either. <laughs> Is that a fat joke? No. Are you calling me fat? You could be good with a machete, though, or something. Yeah. Yeah, except for someone took it away from me. But it's not a machete. They are swords. Leonardo has swords, not machetes. Okay, swords, then. Swords? Swords? <laughs> yeah. Great. Now you're not even speaking. Jesus. We have I another know. movie to get through. Folks, I apologize. Okay, well, that's onward to the next For all movie. the pygmies and, you know, all that in Southern, Southern America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ma, you didn't even tell the people how many... Uh, I don't know. Cookies, I give it. Cookies or turtle shells, you give Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Mmm. Cheekers. I think I gave it a five because I didn't have anything I thought was bad. Well, hell, if I I remember. I thought it was all good. Really good. You don't remember your own rating. Heck no. I Again, don't folks, remember roll back in the podcast about five or ten, <laughs> mi- ten minutes where the part where I say don't do drugs. <laughs> okay. Onward to the next so, movie. <laughs> so you give it a five. You give Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem a five. Yes, it was really good. Okay. Next one. So we can be caught up with the Real Film Nerds podcast, which is infinitely better than this one. Uh, we chat about a little <laughs> horror film that mysterious Mike talent picked because he gets to pick the movies on all of them. We usually have a consensus. You know, like we vote. It's kind of hard because it always ends in a tie, but, um, <laughs> this week for real film nerds and for Mahincha part B of episode 25, uh, mm-hmm. we chat about the last voyage of the Demeter. Ma, race that go. I absolutely enjoyed this movie. Also, not as much as the turtles, but it was very good. And it was not your usual Dracula movie. Yes, there was lots of blood, but it was very unique, very different. 
And uh, I loved the uh, sets were fantastic of the ship. Absolutely fantastic. And the, uh, well, the Dracula was just not like any other that I think I have seen. It it was very good. And I thought the movie was um, very entertaining. I don't think there was a boring moment because I was always wondering, okay, who's going to get bitten next? Was it, well, the animals were bitten at the very first, but after that. Spoilers, God. Well, I can't help it. There, one spoiler. Forgive me. So what you're saying is that uh, Dracula likes a little veal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) And Toby. Did you even hear what I said? I don't know, did I? <laughs> I don't know, because I can tell when you laugh something off that you didn't hear anything because you've been doing it to dad for over 25 or 30 years. No, 50 years there. Anyway. Oh, Jesus. And Toby was so good. This young man played Toby, and his part was really interesting. Really, really good. Sad, but good. He, he was very good. Are you going to spoil what happens to Toby, too? No, I'm not. I'm trying not to tell people how everything ends up. And the Captain Elliot was good. You know, and and the ship was just amazing. I'm glad I didn't live back there and have to take a voyage because it would have been miserable. Dark, dingy, you know, disgusting. (laughs) <laughs> well they didn't Whatever. let women on ships anyways so you wouldn't have had to have taken a sh- journey yeah but there was a woman on the ship and they said it was bad luck for a woman to be on the ship so oops is that another spoiler i'm pretty sure since it's not in the trailer oh well anyway they said having a woman on the ship is bad luck and well, you can go watch the movie and find out for yourself. But I thought it was just very good. So, all right. Did you have a favorite part? <clears throat> Let me. Yeah, but then if I wait, if I say that, then it would be another spoiler, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know what your part is that you like the most. Well, actually, I did like when they were loading the ship and the the pictures of the uh, people loading everything, including, of course, the coffins and, you know, the wagons going by. It was very authentic to me, uh, Carpathia, and uh, I thought that was really pretty, very, very good, awesome. You know, okay, so how's I, that a spoiler? I don't think it's a spoiler. Well, why did why were you afraid to say? Oh, jeez. Well, anyhow, I need a yeah, cocktail. I thought that was really, really cool. You know, it it covered the period very well, and uh, I can't tell you which death I enjoyed the most. <laughs> I'm not going to say. Okay. 
Well, there they almost all of them died. What well, you enjoyed watching people die? Wow, you're no, dark. not really. But a lot of them did croak, you know. Or it wouldn't have been the last voyage, right? So I anyway, guess. everybody, I thought this was a good movie, and especially if you like Dracula movies, and Dracula was really oh, he he was so creepy. And his name was Javier, and he did a very good job, what you saw of him. <laughs> anyway, and that's my view. Okay? I still want to know what, what death you like the best. I'm kind of concerned about you, Mother. Well, there's a toss-up on that one, really. You know. It really was. No, I don't! That's why I'm asking. Well, the captain had a beautiful death, I thought. A beautiful so death? Jeez. Yeah, so I would Man, say you that are getting was... real dark on this podcast. Oh yeah, wow. I'm dark. I'm dark. But yeah, that was I think probably the the best. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe not. Maybe well, but I can't say that one either. That's a spoiler. Anyway. Yeah, well, I agree. I think that one is the best. Okay? They're all ding-dang-dong spoilers. Well, mostly, yeah. But the ship was fantastic. I don't know how they did that. That was so good. Money. So anyway, go see that movie. It's awesome if you like Dracula movies. Top-notch. Okay, so please, God, let this be the end of Mahincha Loses Her Cookies, episode number 25. How many um, dead cookies, blood-sucking cookies, do you give The Last Voyage of the Demeter? I give it four. Four? Yes, because um, there was a snort or two. I didn't, wouldn't give it a five, but it was very good. Anyway, I really liked it. Okay. So why is it that Mike, who loves horror movies and loves this film, gave it a two and a half and you gave it a four? No. Yes. I don't believe that. Oh, no. No, I thought it was good. I really did. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So next week, we're going to go watch a raunchy one. I'm sure my father is excited to take you to that film. Ah. And we're going to go watch Will Ferrell's starring as a dog. In strays. Yes. And uh, I hope he doesn't get up and leave before the end. (laughs) Uh, Just tell him to go to sleep. Tell him it's your job now. This is what you do for a living. And he needs to sit there and deal with it while you uh, watch the movie. uh, Like the professional film review critic you are. That I am. Very true. I will see which puppy I like the most. Okay. (laughs) Well, you don't have a favorite Ninja Turtle, so I don't know how you're going to have a favorite puppy. Well, I might. I really love puppy dogs, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't trust it. Okay. (laughs) Well, anyway, that's my view. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody, for... surviving another 
just tripe filled episode of my Hinchow loses her cookies. Uh, don't forget to not follow her on social media because she doesn't have social media, but you can follow those of us that want to on the real film nerds podcast. Don't forget. We do have giveaways periodically, but uh, you probably already heard that because you probably listened to that part first. But anyways, uh, thank you everyone for listening. We will hopefully chat with you next week. Unless uh, Ma Hinshaw has a stroke. <laughs> True. Bye.